The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true Savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Oh, welcome church. Welcome to Prison Transformation Radio. My name is Jim Moore. I'm one of your co-hosts. I'm with R3, the R3 Collaborative. That's recovery, reentry, renewal. I want to stress that today because not only today, but over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about all the above. Mm-hmm. Recovery from addiction. And I was talking to our guests earlier about there's all kinds of prisons. And we all, we all got mm-hmm. a little something, something going on. But um, for some of us, it's concrete prison. And it can, it can be years or a lifetime. For many of us, my background was the prison of addiction. And, and that was a deeper, as dark a hole as any you can find. So recovery from addiction, mm-hmm. re-entry from incarceration. But the third R is most important, renewal in Christ. Right, Pastor Amen. Dwight, my co-host? Amen. We're That's talking right. about change hearts through Jesus Christ, the Son of God. We promote treatment. We promote recovery and resources. But the it, it's all built. We put a stake in the ground the shape of a cross, and we build everything around that. Amen. And Amen. so my co-host, right. Pastor Dwight Anderson, Prison Mission Association. God bless you, my friend. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. I just got back last night from a trip to Pennsylvania. Oh. I was able to speak at a mission conference about four or five times, and we had about five people volunteer to correct lessons, and um, all right. one guy to coordinate the whole thing. And I contacted they have five prisons near their church in Altoona, Pennsylvania. And I talked to a lot of the chaplains. And they're going to distribute the lessons with the Altoona Bible Church address. They're going to mail them there, and they're going to get started correcting and reaching out to their prisons. So, and and you're right inside the prison, right? Absolutely. You're, you're bringing it to right people. Yes. Now, if people have a loved one in prison, mm-hmm. they can contact Prison Mission Association. Absolutely. And they can help facilitate that person getting connected with Bible studies and yes and everything yep. else. Yep. Excellent. Our website is Prison Mission. Yeah. Dot org, Excellent. or they can call me. My cell phone number is 612-423-3457. I'd like the way you describe that. I'm sorry, I cut off the phone number. But <laughs> I, I like the way you describe that. Churches around a prison, a community, because we're talking about meeting yes. people at the gate, and um, we're talking about with Lifer Builders today mm-hmm. about uh, recovery from addiction. But next week, we're going to be talking about Lifer Builders' uh, work with people coming out of prison. And, and housing programs for them. But we just have a passion for you got to meet people at the gate. we got to help them do it. And I also know a lot of your heart, Pastor Dwight, is churches in prison. Right. Actually, right? Yes, yes. Build yes, churches absolutely. inside. And so so Prison Transformation Radio, I, I guess that says it, and transformed yes. hearts through Christ. That's kind Amen. of the key purpose. I've uh, Many of you know, if, at least over, over the months we've been doing the show, my background is with Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. And, and that was the, for the last 10 years or so. And now, and I've worked with mentoring and in the jails with that. I had a dark 10 years before that. That was mm. my history of addiction. Mm-hmm. But it was Jesus Christ and Teen Challenge where, where I found my way out of that. And so yeah. that's, that's kind of the background I built. And over these 10 years, I had a chance to meet a lot of, I told these guys are my heroes. You have people yes. out there doing the frontline work. And going all the way back to 10 years, formerly 
Midwest Challenge. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of close to Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Yes. But we were we were joined at the hip anyway. Teen Challenge would take people through these multiple months to a full year program, and then we would ha- hand the baton, right, with a mm-hmm. partnership in the Christian Correct. community with Midwest Challenge. Now, life rebuilders, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the focus. And and uh, one of my heroes, Pastor Kenny Owen, uh, just. I've kind of known you over the years and seen you, and I always thought you were an interesting person. Then I heard you do a little preaching in our three meeting. I said, man, who is this guy? But uh, <laughs> Kenny leads up, is a leader in the Life for Builders organization, Pastor Kenny Owen, and his his focus is on uh, a lot of the programs they do, again, for people coming out of Teen Challenge or another treatment program. And because you got to let the cement dry. Mm-hmm. You got a three, six months, how about a year of a transitional environment? Right. You know, you go to work, you go to school during the way, but you're in a structured living situation. That's what we mean, folks, by a transitional program. So so Kenny's on the show. He's going to give us a big picture of life for builders. And so maybe we could start with that. Just I, I mean, I sure. just seeded it a little bit, but give us kind of the big picture of life for builders. But then the question is, who are you, man? I mean, <laughs> Where did you come from anyway? No, yeah. we'll start with that, but then we're going to, we got, we got Steve on the side here. Yes. Who is actually here to give some testimony. So God bless you, Steve. Thank we'll, you. Thank we'll you. be doing story time with you in a minute. But Glad to be here. So who is Life Rebuilders and who is Pastor Kenny Owen? Well, Life Rebuilders is primarily a uh, 501c3 okay. faith-based Christian organization. But we So we provide... can send donations? <laughs> yes, you can. Okay, good. <laughs> we provide housing. And I may have a few words to say about housing uh, in a minute or two, okay. because it's not Take just a time. place to flop. Yeah. That's not mm-hmm. what we mean by housing. Mm-hmm. And uh, perhaps I can explain some of the advantages to permanent housing for men coming out of prison or jail or yeah. anyone coming out of a chemical treatment program. But our mission primarily within the four housing uh, programs that we have that embody the ministry of uh, Life Rebuilders our, our mission is really to share the gospel. We don't shove the dove, uh, but shove we share the, the gospel. And we have uh, all kinds of people coming in. Uh, everyone's welcome. I yeah. have Muslims, Hindus, agnostics, atheists, Buddhists. And a couple of token Christians. Christians. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we have uh, a Bible study every morning in which we share the gospel. Yeah. And... Uh, Biblical principles for successful living, how God wants us to live, why he intended us to live differently, perhaps, than the way we find ourselves living. But uh, we want to provide hope and ultimately see spiritual transformation within all of our residents. And uh, the vision is to set the captives free. You talked about Mm -hmm. prisons earlier, Jim. Uh, We don't just mean setting people free from prison but setting them free from various addictions, mm-hmm. not just chemical addictions, but also uh, setting them free from the limitations that other people have placed on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Many of our clients, many of our men, the people I work with, I don't work with any of the, the women in the program, but many of the men have been told things by yeah. our enemy, the devil, mm-hmm. uh, their parents, perhaps people within the system, uh, their neighborhood, their families, that are not true. And uh, I want them to believe what God says about them and what their potential is rather than what they've heard. And that will set them free. The truth will set them free. And ultimately, the truth is a person. 
We believe it's the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit will set them free and lead them into all truth, setting them free and setting them up for success in life and, and what God intended them to be. So it's not just a housing program, because there are sober houses, mm-hmm. there's sober apartment buildings, there's yeah. places where people can go, but this sounds like a Christian structured living. True. It's an educational experience, yeah. three, six months to a year. Again, people can go to work or, or go to school or do that, but they're in this very, and I was so critical to us at Teen Challenge, that yeah. people have, once they get out of these residential programs, they have a transitional program that supports them in their faith and their healing yeah. mm-hmm. and the mental health issues. And I mean, there's a lot of healing to do. It, it takes a while, right? It does take a while. Yeah. And uh, I can show you or you know, give you the testimonies of men who will tell you, yes, I needed maybe three or four times through this program. I was 30 years in addiction. Yeah. And you simply don't come out of it with everything working, you know, on all cylinders in yeah. three months or six months or even a year. Right. Some of these men take six months just to get yep. clean yep. Yeah. from yep. the drugs that they've been using. And but just to detoxify, right? Exactly. Maybe six yep. to nine exactly. months. Exactly. Yeah. And the housing is, uh, as I mentioned earlier, it's not just a place to flop. It creates a platform for stability. Uh, it's a platform or a launch pad from which they can begin to rebuild and structure their life. Uh, it provides for organization. I mean, after all, when you see men who are coming out of prison or on the streets because of chemical addiction, they're carrying their belongings in a plastic bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you press your clothes, for example, wash your clothes? Yeah. How do you take a shower or keep up with normal hygienical processes mm-hmm. yeah. so that you can, you can perform at a job interview? You simply right. can't. Right. You need a house, a stable place to organize your life, organize your thinking and your things. Uh, you need study. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're going to school and we push uh, GEDs all the way through two and four year and even master's degrees, people have obtained those while they've been staying with us. Um, if you're going to study, you need some privacy. You need a place to, to put your books, your letters, right. organize your thoughts. You need some quiet time. It sounds mm-hmm. like a home. Yeah, yes. It is a home. More than that, a house. That's really, that's yeah. really yeah. what we are. Yeah. And you need that. Uh, it's a place where you can entertain your family that you're trying to get reestablished with, yeah. whether it's children or ex-wives or uh, brothers, sisters, moms and dads mm-hmm. from whom you've been ex- uh, estranged over the years because yeah. uh, you've separated yourself because of the addiction. A home provides right. a place for them to come and yeah. visit you and reestablish those needed relationships. And that takes some time, doesn't it? I it think does. Yeah. For me Absolutely to rebuild right. with my family, my children, my wife, yeah. It was a couple years. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, is he going to stay sober? Is it not going to happen? Yes. The mm-hmm. broken thing. It was a couple of years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it, now it was good because now 10 years sober and I, and I got my family back, but mm-hmm. it, it's not a 30 day quick, quick fix. No. Right? No, it isn't. And, you know, people have to realize that, especially some of the volunteers. Uh, I think some people are a little starry eyed, maybe have the rose colored yeah. glasses on, but uh, if they realize this is. A process for some people it's quicker than for other people in some cases uh, we've had men come through our program and stay for six months to a year and they've done that three or four times before they actually transformed and became stable yeah. working tax-paying Christian men in the community yeah. uh, taking care of their children taking care of their obligations which they hadn't done before mm-hmm. staying drug-free alcohol-free staying out of prison and whatnot, uh, it, it takes some time. It takes time. But uh, 
That home environment, by the way, too, I should point out, you know, is a place where we can host a lot of speakers. We not only eat our meals there and have our Bible studies there in the morning and discussion groups, but we host people who come on in and talk about everything from fathering. Uh, We have a 10-week program right now. Chuck is coming in from Fathers First, talking about fathering and the Mm, importance of being Mm -hmm. fathers. Uh, People come in and speak about anger management, about budgeting. We've had people from Mm -hmm. the U of M come on in and uh, hand out a lot of valuable information on Mm. budgeting and financing, job opportunities, uh, finances. Rebuilding. That's why you call it rebuilders. Yeah, you (laughs) have to. Because these are basic needs that the men have. They come in with a with a host of of needs, from a driver's license to uh, paying off child support, back taxes, fines, things like that. And many of them have never, unfortunately, been taught how things work on the outside. Yeah. This is how the world works, and so we bring people in, and and coach them on those things. Coach, train, reinforce, build routines, build new habits, new ways of living, and it all takes time. New friends, new groups. New everything. Pull you up instead of pull you back down. Uh, It's very, you know, it's very um, satisfying to me that many of the people on our staff, uh, people who are going to be here, I believe, next week and the week thereafter, are Earl Conley. Uh, Dave Phillips, both mm-hmm. pastors, but both of them are owned their own businesses. I was in business for 35 years, owned my own business. Gary Parker, our director, owned his own business. Keely Perry, our VP of operations and uh, our uh, director of admissions, she has owned her own businesses. So we have a lot of people yeah. who are interested in helping these men spiritually, uh, mentally, emotionally, and practically when it comes to the job market. They've all got experience in diverse fields, so I find that very, very valuable. Yes, thank you so much, Ken. If you're just tuning in, this is AM980, The Mission, and we're talking with Ken Owen, Pastor Ken Owen, with Life Rebuilders. If you missed any segment of this uh, show or want to listen to any of other shows, the website is www.am980themission.com, and uh, we're talking with Ken. Ken, if someone's listening right now and they, they know someone who's coming out of prison, is going to need some help or, or some, out, of out of treatment, yeah. Yep. how can they get in touch with you? How, what's the process or how can they get a hold of you to get involved? You know, if they can remember the website, uh, it's lrbmn.org, liferebuildersminnesota.org. Yep. So lrbmn.org or just go... And Google up Life Rebuilders. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. probably the easiest yeah. way to okay. get to uh, our website and to all the information you need. Our and all the different programs, because you yes. mentioned four different programs. Yeah. Um, how to contact, get more information. You, you could volunteer. You mm-hmm. could engage with that way. You could, as Pastor Dwight said, you know, explore to support a loved one, right. um, or you can donate. It takes fuel to run these missions, and and you can find out where those donations are going to go to. Um, I did. I did want to. We we do have a, a special guest, kind of in the wing. It's just at the end of the table, yeah. but yeah. kind of the wing. <laughs> but um, it, it's always good to talk about the heart and soul of these ministries, mm-hmm. which is by your fruit be known. Yes, Amen. Yep. And Steve, Steve is someone who's uh, had an interesting life. Yes. We, we share that in common, my friend. Yes, yes, we but uh, through the Lord, 
through other wonderful ministries and through Life for Builders in particular. Yes. Oh, he's done some work. Oh, yes. In oh, you, yes. my friend. Oh, yes. Can you tell us, just tell us about yourself before and after, impact of Life for Builders. Just, yes. Um, tell us your story, my friend. Okay, well, I, I, well, I started out, uh, you know, just I was just drinking and drugging, you know, you know, displaced from my family, doing a lot of self-destructing things. Mm. Uh, ended up in prison. I, I, I basically been to every prison in Minnesota, um, but I I got to to the age of forty-eight, and you know, I was in in prison, in jail, and I I, I don't know what it was, but I got this feeling that I need to change, make a change, because I have a daughter, two grandkids that I barely got to see because of my addiction. Um, and, I, and I went through the, the channels in the prison, you know, trying to find a way to, when I do get released, to have somewhere to go, because I didn't have nowhere to go. I burnt all the bridges. And, you know, this lady that was a caseworker or whatever had uh, spoke about Midwest Challenge, which is Life Rebuilders now. And uh, this was in uh, 2016. And um, I got released and... Um, and basically, she talked with Mr. Owen here on the phone, and he, you know, was welcome to take, was glad to take me. And this was almost two years ago, and I did go there, and I'm there now, and and it's it just, I mean, they just turned my whole life around. You know, I'm, I'm my, me and my daughter, we're we're mm. we're back together again. My grandkids, they love me to death. Mm. Um, my mom, she she's let me in the house now, um, you know, and my sisters are so proud of me, you know. And I have to thank uh, Mr. Ken Owen and the Life Rebuilder uh, program because they have, you know, been a big, big help for me. Um, which now, when I started there, I was just a re- well, I'm a resident still, but I'm a little bit more now, you know. I'm I'm I kind of like run the program. Uh, in the house that we're at now, mm-hmm. um, I've I've been clean and sober going on two years now. Uh, mm. Thanks Praise to Life Rebuilders, it has you know it's done a lot for me. Oh, That's you know it's great. just so the listening to both of you, Kenny, you're telling what you do, and then you're telling about the fruit of. Yes. And based on that, yes. here's the kind of fruit and the things that that have happened yes. in your life and and over the last couple of years. Yes. Um, just uh, a little bit about the Lord. How did the Lord work with you in this process, finding him, maturing in him, growing in your force, in your faith? Because we know that all of those recovery pieces, right. but if there's a God-shaped hole at the oh, center yeah, I, of it. I started out, you know, in the church with my my dad. He used to make us go to church every Sunday, and I, and I, and I, I, I loved the Lord big time. And mm-hmm. when I got to Life Rebuilders, it, it rekindled a lot of that stuff I learned when I was younger. Yeah. You know, when Ken would do Bible study every mm-hmm. morning, we do Bible study every morning, well, Monday through Friday from 8 to 9. And he said a lot of stuff that, that just brought back a lot of memories about what I learned, you know, in the church and stuff like that. And and, and with that, I, I've, I've really kind of turned my life over to that to the, the Lord, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and, and that's why I, I think what's happening to me and what's going for me right now. You know, that's the heart of it. Yes. And then, uh, you know, because people do the one step program straight mm-hmm. to Jesus. 
But if you can back that up with 12 other steps, right. you know, and <laughs> right. build on it, <laughs> right. if you can get a job right. and some training, yes. if you can yes. join a church mm-hmm. community, mm-hmm. if you can get some mentoring and support, and not to take anything away from the Lord, but I know a lot of Christians that I went to church with who were pew addicts and struggling in their own yes. way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why we need the... We need these ministries. Yes. So oh, that yeah, we can plug time, in and it, do this. It, did a, it did a lot for me because I turned away and just thought that he didn't love me and that what I was going through, how could there be a guy that let me go through something like this? But oh. once I started believing again, yeah. I started listening and started walking that walk, I felt it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, I, Life Rebuilders had brought it back to me and, and it's working for me right amen. now today hmm. amen god bless you and so so that i guess represents the coming out of the men's program and time flies when we're yes. doing the lord's work yes. Ken. but you did is as we kind of work towards landing this you did mention four different programs and mm-hmm. i know pastor earl conley will be on next week talking about yeah. specifically work release kind of programs mm-hmm. but back to the big picture of life for builders because i know there's women's opportunities too. Yeah. What are these four programs? And give us some structure for well, overall. Well, the four programs are uh, a work release program, which Earl will talk about next week. That's mm-hmm. for men coming out of prison. Yeah. And they're mainly tasked with finding them employment, but that's all couched within a, a Christian learning process. And when their time is up, then they leave our program. But Earl can address that next we'll, week. We'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's uh, the Redemption Program, which is transitional housing, both in Hennepin and Dakota County. Okay, south I mainly, of the river. Yeah, yeah I mainly uh, uh, stay in Hennepin hmm. County, and uh, hmm. Pastor Dave Phillips will be on, I think, two weeks from two now. Two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Life uh, Builders. Yes. Right. yes. He handles uh, 24 men in Dakota County, yeah. and uh, uh, we have the same format, really, uh, Bible but different geographical and, locations, yes. different mm-hmm. settings. So yeah. it's not one size fits all. That's correct. People got choices to make. That's correct. That's and then, of course, uh, there is a uh, what we call Dignity Village. It's an adult foster care program that's also a, a group residentially uh, or residential housing program. Yeah. Uh, and that's basically for people who need longer term housing okay. and uh, a bit more supervision and care. Um, and... Terrence Nixon is our director of that particular program. And then for the men who have found employment, who've come through any of our other programs, and now they are working, uh, they move into, if they can, it's usually filled up, but (laughs) they move into uh, our Isaiah House, which is independent sober living, and they pay a very minimal uh, monthly fee of about $275. Uh, if they're with a roommate in 550, if they have their own Excellent. room uh, and, and quarters and so forth. This allows them to work and save a lot of money over the course of six months to a year and sometimes even longer so that once they make that they got last a little nest egg move, they exactly, go they've got something to fall back on. Wow. Uh, they've got two or three months worth of, of rent and, and so on and so forth. So uh, those are the four programs. Uh, they all minister to different types of people. Uh, at different stages in their their transition, and uh, they are all Christian programs. So uh, we're always interested in that transition so that yeah. uh, we can be confident that they're going to maintain uh, the successful living style Perfect. that the Lord has afforded them 
through the power of the Holy Spirit. So, folks, stay tuned in the next couple of Saturdays. We're going to build on it. Podcasts are available, Mm -hmm. am980.com, am980themission.com. And you can get all, you can hear more if you missed any parts of the show and tune in for next week. But God bless you. We're going to want you to land this with Jesus with a prayer in a minute. But Pastor Dwight, in what time? We just want to say a brief comment or two before Pastor Kenny closes us out in prayer. we got about a minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, on June 26th, I'm going to be in Rush City. And um, as we were speaking, a, a passage of Scripture came to my mind. Colossians 1, 13, 14 says, For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Oh, so yes. would you close us out in prayer, Pastor Kenny? Yeah, thank you. Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for the exposure that uh, we've been able to... Uh, to just get because of the invitation to be on this program. I thank you for this program and for everyone in this particular ministry, the ministry of recovery, of redemption, reestablishment in the kingdom of God. Uh, This is what the gospel is all about. I thank you for that. So please let everyone out there know that there is hope no matter what the situation and that we are there. Amen. We are there. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.